I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today we're talking with Matthew A. Thompson, an executive director of the Principal Solar Institute, a Dallas-based educational organization created by Principal Solar, dedicated to the deployment of solar as a key component of the mainstream energy mix. They are doing a presentation at PV America in a couple of weeks called Lifetime Energy Production, a simple method for PD module comparison. And I know that that's something that the industry is really looking for, an easy way to compare modules so that it can be determined which ones are best for your project. So we invited Matthew on the program to discuss about what he's going to be talking about in two weeks. Matthew, welcome to the program. Well, thanks, Frank. It's great to have this opportunity to share our story with your listeners. Tell me about the uh, Principal Solar Institute. We've worked with you before, so we know you very well, but I don't know that all my listeners do. Can you give them a sense of what it is that you do? Uh, The Principal Solar Institute is an educational organization that provides a forum for solar professionals to discuss issues and share experiences on solar topics in finance, technology, and policy. So how did you come up with the idea for this presentation, which I should also add uh, was chosen as one of the best poster presentations for PV America in a couple of weeks? Tell me how you came up with the idea for that and exactly what you're going to be talking about. There's a fairly long story in that, Frank. Uh, When I joined Principal Solar Incorporated as a member of their advisory board, uh, we were looking at how to assess solar projects for acquisition. And there wasn't a very good way to rate just the PV modules and compare them. So we started looking at different ways that we could do that. And then we came up with the idea of a rating system that was actually fairly subjective in nature. And uh, when we rated a bunch of PV modules and looked at the results, we weren't pleased with the star-like rating, five stars, four stars, that the PV modules were getting. And so we scrapped that idea in, in favor of And so we hit upon the concept of lifetime energy production. This quite simply is what we mean by how much energy will a PV module produce if it's installed and operates for 25 years. Now, of course, a lot of factors cause the amount of energy that a module can produce to vary. The the amount of sunlight it receives, the angle it is mounted at, whether or not it's on a tracking system. But the, the novelty of our PV module system, rating system, is that It's independent of all those choices because we assume that all the PV modules are oriented the same way in the same physical environment. So they all get the same amount of sunlight and and suffer the same temperature effects. And so it it allows you to compare with a single simple number how much energy PV modules will produce. How does that work in a state like the one that I live in, Ohio, where you're not only dealing with different temperature issues and tilting issues and tracking issues, but you're also dealing with things like snow, high wind, heavy rains, and those kinds of things. Does, does your system help solar installers in my area uh, figure out which panels are best for them? Absolutely, because we don't tell you how much energy you will produce. That, that is left up to, oh, there's a number of uh, programs that are available both commercially and free on the Internet from NREL and the SAM program that will try to predict how much energy you'll produce. We calculate the amount of energy, but because we know that number will be wrong, 
for the reasons that you just gave, we divide that number out so that we have a relative rating. So it doesn't really matter. As long as we, we divide by the same number all the energy productions of each module, then we can compare two modules and say, hey, in your environment, module A will perform and produce more energy than module B. Is this for all module situations? Is this for residential, commercial, and utility scale? Yes, it, it does apply. And really, the reason is that it is uh, such a, a useful metric uh, for all three of these is when you look at how people have traditionally rated PV modules, they just look at the wattage. How many watts is this PV module? And they say, well, how many dollars per watt do I have to spend to get a PV module? Well, that's not really a very good metric for somebody who needs to sell energy because power and energy are two different things. And so the amount of energy you produce is important to utility-scale people because they're selling energy. The amount of energy that a homeowner will produce is important because they're using the energy to defer the cost of purchasing energy from the grid. So energy is the key metric, and being able to compare PV modules energy production with a simple number is good for both instances. If I was a financier, Matthew, how would I use this to help rate a project before I went ahead and invested the money? Whether that investor be an institutional investor, commercial business that wants to put PV on the roof, or a a resident who wants to put it on their roof. And that's exactly the the theme of our poster, PV America. Basically, you can do a cost-benefit analysis based on our lifetime energy production number, the PV module rating, and knowing the cost of the PV modules. And what you'll notice is that if you visit our website, we, we present all these uh, PV module ratings for free, and you can compare the module ratings for different manufacturers. And if you look up PV module ratings for, say, 280-watt PV modules from three or four different manufacturers, you'll see right away that they all have different PSI ratings. Well, if you take that PSI rating as an indication or proportional number relating these PV modules, and you know the cost of the PV modules, you can answer questions like, gee, am I paying more for less energy production if I buy this module? Or am I getting a great deal because I'm paying less for the same amount or even less for even more energy production by purchasing a different module? Would this be something, Matthew, like a Consumer Reports type situation for for modules? One of the great missing links, I believe, is that we don't have a reliability factor. That is a difficult number to get from the industry. All of the other factors that go into our PV module rating are testable numbers that are provided by manufacturers in their data sheets. And so these are concrete numbers, and they're used to calculate the lifetime energy production. But then reliability is important, and yet we haven't figured out a good way to incorporate that. And uh, oftentimes, consumer reports can incorporate those kind of things in a quality rating. And so we're not a quality rating. We're a performance rating. And in, in some ways, we're alike consumer reports. In other ways, I think we're different. Are you looking to, at some point, come up with a reliability piece of this? And I, I ask that because one of the things that I hear so often in this industry, people talk about, um, and we've written about extensively, we wrote a series of articles last year for SPI about it, is the issue of reliability. You know, it's one thing to say, oh yes, it's going to produce this amount of energy in a vacuum, in a testing situation, but when it gets out in the field, is it really going to perform the way the manufacturers say it's going to? 
a lot of people are looking for ways to quantify the reliability of panels and racking and all of the uh, inverters and all of the components that make up a solar system. Are there plans uh, at, the, from, at the Principal Solar Institute to try and figure out how to measure reliability? Let me address a little bit the question that you asked. In, in my way of thinking, reliability is whether or not that module fails in the field and not how well it performs. I think these are really two different things. I think that, that what we've done so far with the relative PSI rating that we have on our website addresses quite nicely the field performance of, of the PV modules. Again, because we don't try to tell you how many kilowatt hours you will produce, but we do say module A will be more productive than module B and even a percentage better, 10%, 5%, whatever the number shows. And so I think we cover that aspect of performance quite well. Now, the second one case of what I consider to be reliability is, is actual field failures. And manufacturers have warranties and will replace field failures when something goes wrong with the PV module, not, not damage from hail or, or storms, but actual failures in the junctions, in the connections between the silicon and the, and the collectors in the PV module. Thus, very difficult data to get from manufacturers. They guard that data closely. You know, I worked for many years in the semiconductor business, Frank, and, and we looked at reliability because more and more computer chips are keeping planes in the air and trains on the tracks. And so we had to find ways to deal with reliability and failures. And we looked at accelerated testing where we would stress the computer chips at high temperatures to try to accelerate any failure mechanisms and be able to predict how long these chips are going to operate under normal conditions. And so people are starting to do this accelerated testing for PV modules, but that is in its infancy. And once that develops, we certainly can quite simply add that into our PV module rating as, a, as an eighth characteristic. So we look forward to the day that that could be done, and we'd like to participate in discussions and planning with any test labs that are interested in that kind of approach. They should get in contact with us. Uh, there is a contact button on our a website because we would like to be part of that and we would like to incorporate reliability into our PV module rating. Is there a way, you were talking about the warranties, is there a way to put the warranty pieces on uh, as part of this website or uh, as part of this rating? I don't mean that you incorporate it necessarily into the number rating, but just so people can look because it, you can have a highly rated panel, but if the warranty is not very good, that also would play a factor, at least it would for me, in choosing which panels I'm going to use. Is there any thought of adding warranty information about this? In fact, we do include warranty as one of our factors. And, and what we've done is we, we take the manufacturer's warranty, which is usually based on some performance at some point in the future, and use that as though the panel's energy degrades according to that warranty. Now that's not strictly true. Plenty of PV modules out there that have outlasted that kind of a degradation curve. But what it does tell you is whether or not these manufacturers are willing to stand behind their product. And if they have a low degradation over 25 or 30 years, then they would have a higher rating because that would factor into more energy production. And manufacturers that aren't willing to stand behind their, their products and have a, a larger degradation over 25 years, they would be penalized in our rating system. I've got one last question for you, Matthew. Have you gotten any blowback from panel manufacturers who've looked at your 
ratings and they have not perhaps rated as highly as they think they should have they contacted you and and read you the riot act i wouldn't say blowback initially we did have some some contacts from from industry manufacturers in the united states and they were concerned about how their ratings looked in our rating scheme and when we explained our methodology and that there was no bias because we don't promote any pv module manufacturer we just run a model that calculates the energy based on the published characteristics. What happened in the particular case was the PV module manufacturer had relatively low module efficiency. That means how much energy can it collect per unit area of the module. And modules of low area efficiency don't rate as highly in our rating system. And there was a little bit of a debate whether or not that was fair. And you know because we don't include the price, and because area is important, if you want to fill a roof type or a field, both of those are different areas that have some cost associated. A rooftop is probably very expensive per unit area. Even if you have to lease a thousand acres for a utility scale project or purchase a thousand acres, area again is important. And even in situations where you consider, you say, well, I can buy some very low efficiency modules and, and area land area is cheap. Well, you have to buy racking and, and wiring to connect all these PV modules. So, so by increasing the area, you also increase those other costs in the balance of system. So really, area is important in a lot of ways. And, and the root of the complaint was, well, our, our modules aren't as efficient, but they're very inexpensive. Well, still, I believe it's fair because, as I said, area is important. We've been talking with Matthew Thompson, the executive director of the Principal Solar Institute, about a poster that he's going to be doing at uh, PV America, June 23rd through 25th. Uh, His particular presentation will be at the Solar Central booth, number 245, uh, Tuesday, June 24th at 3.30 p.m. I am going to try like heck to make it because I'm fascinated by this and I'm fascinated by the whole conversation. Matthew, where would people find this information out about the rankings? So the rankings are available on our website at principalsolarinstitute.org or you can just Google Principal Solar Ratings and I'm sure it will come up. Thanks, Matthew. Thank you, Frank. We've been talking with Matthew Thompson, again, the executive director of the Principal Solar Institute. If you haven't had a a chance to check them out, uh, it is one of the most valuable education resources in the industry. Uh, And they'll be presenting, Matthew will be presenting at PV America again uh, on Tuesday, June 24th at 3.10 p.m. uh, at Solar Central Booth 245 on lifetime energy production, uh, the rating system that the Principal Solar Institute has come up with to rank the lifetime energy production of solar modules in the solar industry. If you're going to be in Boston and you get the opportunity to check that out, I, I would really highly recommend it. I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Until next time.